Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. Don't just ride the index. Seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at fidelity.com slash active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, an offering circular, or if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. While active ETFs offer the potential to outperform an index, these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive ETFs. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Money Girl podcast. My name is Laura Adams. If you're new to the show or to me, I'm really glad you found this community. I'm a nationally recognized personal finance expert and author of multiple books and audiobooks. I work as a speaker, spokesperson, and content creator to advance financial education and literacy. My mission is to give you the information, tools, resources, and inspiration to live rich and love the journey. You can learn more about me over at lauradadams.com. Today's topic is about how to save on the cost of healthcare and fitness. We all want to or know that we should take care of our health so we feel good, look good, and can live the lifestyle we want. That's certainly a big priority in my life, even though I'm not as consistent with getting exercise as I'd like to be. I actually just ordered a stand-up desk, so I plan on sitting less, much less, starting very soon. Interestingly, there are studies that have shown strong connections between our health and our wealth. For instance, did you know that being overweight can cause you to earn much less over your career? And likewise, studies have shown that getting regular exercise can make you more successful and even command higher wages. So no matter your level of fitness right now, there are some great financial incentives and benefits that I want you to be aware of so that you don't miss out on them. That's what this show is all about. I'm going to cover seven money-saving tips and breaks to help you take charge of your health and your wealth. Okay, if you're ready, let's dive into savings tip number one. This one is to use a health savings account, or HSA. In my opinion, too few Americans are taking advantage of health savings accounts. Either they just don't know that they exist, or they underestimate how much tax savings they actually offer. Now, you can only use a health savings account if you have a high-deductible health plan. That's the only catch. However, more Americans are choosing these high-deductible health plans because they're more affordable. With insurance, if you increase your deductible, that reduces your premiums. So high-deductible plans have lower premiums. One of the requirements of a high-deductible health plan is that it must have an annual deductible that's at least $1,300 for individual coverage, so that's if you have a plan with just you, or twice that amount, which is $2,600, for a family plan. Contributions to an HSA can be made by anyone, including you, 
a family member, friend, or an employer. There are annual contribution limits, just like there are with different kinds of retirement accounts. For 2015, you can contribute up to $3,350 if you have individual coverage or $6,650 for a family plan. Contributions to an HSA, other than those from an employer, are deductible on your tax return, no matter if you itemize deductions or not. And if you're not sure what I'm talking about when I say itemize deductions, I'm going to talk more about it in one of the next tips. You can take distributions from an HSA to pay for medical expenses, such as doctor copays, prescriptions, and supplies, before your deductible is satisfied and your health benefits begin to kick in. You can also use HSA funds for a long list of other types of expenses, even if you don't have insurance for them, such as going to a dentist, ophthalmologist, chiropractor, or psychologist. One of my favorite ways to use HSA money is to get a new pair of prescription sunglasses every couple of years. As long as you spend the money in your HSA on qualified medical expenses, the funds are never taxed. That means if your average income tax rate is 25%, you get an immediate 25% discount on all of your out-of-pocket medical expenses. That's huge, and that's why I love health savings accounts so much and really recommend that everybody who's eligible for one use it. But if you spend money in an HSA on non-qualified expenses, the amount you withdraw will be subject to income tax plus a 20% penalty. If you change insurance and no longer have a high-deductible health plan, it's no problem. You simply won't be eligible to make new contributions to your HSA, but you can still spend the money on qualified medical expenses. I've switched back and forth from a high-deductible plan to a regular plan several times, and it's really easy just to continue spending your HSA money until it runs out and then you can cancel the account. Later on, if you switch back to a high-deductible health plan, you can begin making contributions again to your existing HSA or you can open up a brand new one if you canceled the old one. Another benefit of an HSA is that you don't have to take any distributions each year. You can let the savings accumulate indefinitely without any penalty. So I highly recommend that you find out if your health insurance qualifies as a high deductible plan so you can open up and use a health savings account. If so, use a site like hsabank.com to open up an HSA and begin funding it as soon as possible so you can cut the cost of your next medical expense. To learn more about health savings accounts, read or listen to podcast number 391 called How to Save Money on Healthcare with an HSA. It's a really good resource if you haven't heard that podcast already. Okay, let's move on to savings tip number two. This one is to use a Health Flexible Savings Arrangement, or FSA. Flexible spending arrangements have some similarities to HSAs, but they're only offered by employers. An FSA allows you or your employer to make contributions on a pre-tax basis, usually through payroll deductions. For 2015, eligible employees can contribute up to $2,550. As long as you spend FSA funds on qualified medical expenses, they're never taxed. So just like with an HSA, you save an amount equal to the income taxes you would have paid on the money. 
But unlike an HSA, an FSA is called a use-it-or-lose-it plan. That means you generally must empty the account every year. You have to spend every penny of it or only carry over a very small amount. While funds in an HSA, as I mentioned, can roll over from year to year without penalty, without losing any funds. To learn more about different types of medical savings accounts that come with tax benefits, you want to look at IRS Publication 969. I'll put a link to that in the show notes. You'll find them in the Money Girl section at quickanddirtytips.com. Savings tip number three, claim medical tax deductions. As I previously mentioned, there are many qualified medical expenses that you can pay for using an HSA or an FSA. But what if you don't have one of those accounts or you have expenses that exceed your balance in one of those accounts? Well, the IRS still gives you the opportunity to get a tax break by claiming medical expenses as deductions on your tax return. However, the catch is that you must itemize deductions instead of taking the standard deduction for your tax filing status. I mentioned with an HSA, you don't have to itemize deductions, but to claim medical tax deductions, you do have to itemize. Now, to know whether you should itemize your deductions or not, you need to know if your total deductions exceed the standard deduction. Otherwise, itemizing won't save you any money. So for each tax filing status, such as single or married filing jointly, there is what's called a standard deduction. It's a set amount of money that you get to deduct regardless of what's going on with your expenses. For instance, for 2015, the standard deduction for singles is $6,300, and it's twice that amount, or $12,600 for joint filers. So if you're single and you have more than this amount in tax deductions to claim, you want to make sure that you itemize them on Schedule A instead of claiming the standard amount because you'll save money. Now, you never know what your total amount of deductible expenses will be until the very end of the year, right? So I highly recommend that you keep up with them throughout the year. Otherwise, you will have no idea what you could be itemizing. You'll just be claiming the standard deduction and paying too much in taxes. For instance, if you use financial software like Quicken, you can categorize your expenses as you go throughout the year and just simply call them something that will flag them as deductible so you can review a year-end report of all these expenses and see if they're more than the standard deduction. At the very least, if you don't use any software, you can keep a file with all of your potentially deductible expenses so you or your accountant has the information to make the best decision. When you itemize, you can claim medical expenses paid for yourself, your spouse, and dependents, unless they're already excluded from your taxable income, paid for using your HSA or FSA, or were reimbursed to you. In other words, you can't double dip and get a tax deduction twice. Another important point with medical deductions is that you can only claim amounts that exceed 10% of your adjusted gross income. For example, let's say your adjusted gross income is $50,000 and your medical expenses for the tax year are $6,000. You could deduct the amount over $5,000, that's the 10% of your adjusted gross income. The amount over that would be $1,000. So if your medical expenses are less than 10% of your income, then you can't deduct any of them. So remember that you have to have that 10% limit in order to make it worthwhile. 
There's a long list of expenses that qualify for a tax deduction, and some of them might surprise you, such as acupuncture, weight loss programs, and transportation. You can even claim the cost of your health insurance premiums if you pay them as an individual, but not if they're paid on a pre-tax basis from your paycheck at work. Deductible expenses don't include things that are just meant to improve your general well-being or appearance, like a gym membership, vitamins, cosmetic surgery, or a well-deserved beach vacation. But there are probably many expenses on the list that you might not realize are deductible and could be saving you money. So I really, really encourage you to take a look at the full list of deductible costs found on IRS Publication 502. Again, I'll put a link to that in the show notes. Okay, moving on to savings tip number four. This one is max out your benefits. Health plan benefits, such as free preventative checkups and deductibles, are tied to an annual schedule. That means you need to pay attention to the calendar in order to max out your benefits. If you burn through your health deductible and need a medical procedure, make sure to get it before the end of the year. If you wait until the following year, you could end up paying more than you have to. In other words, you want to take advantage of the time each year after you reach your deductible so you can get your insurance company to pay for as much of your medical expenses as possible. If there are capped benefits, like a certain number of therapy sessions or an allowable amount of dental work, You want to get part completed in December and then the rest in January in order to take advantage of two years' worth of benefits kind of right in a row. And don't skimp on the free preventative appointments like annual physicals, well-woman visits, mammograms, prostate screenings, dental cleanings, and eye exams. Insurer Cigna found that on average, only about half of workers take advantage of free preventative checkups and tests. I know medical appointments can be time-consuming. Just remember how lucky you are to have benefits to begin with and don't squander the opportunity to improve or monitor your health for free. Money Girl is sponsored by Claritin. If you're like me and you suffer from allergies, you know this time of year can be pretty rough. There's a lot of sneezing, itchy eyes, congestion, and they can really hold you back from living the life you want to live. Luckily, for those with allergies, you can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. This is a product designed for serious allergy sufferers. It's got two ingredients in one pill that relieve allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double-action combo of prescription-strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant relieves all the symptoms that you suffer. And what I love about Claritin D is that it starts working in as little as 30 minutes. Plus, it's non-drowsy, so you can still make the most of your day. I can take Claritin D and then get on the mic and record a podcast without being too congested. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Life is a highway. And on it, there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. 
Cheers to a great day and this ice-cold Corona. You know what would make this day even better? My grandma's carne asada. Throw in some music. We can watch the game. Or we could keep it simple. Corona, la vida más fina. Get your Corona at ordercorona.com. Relax responsibly. Corona extra beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Moving on to savings tip number five. This one is to use wellness programs at work. Many employers understand that healthy workers are good for the company's bottom line. It's not uncommon for large organizations to offer financial incentives for things like losing weight, walking a certain number of miles, completing online health counseling, taking annual biometric screenings, or even using an in-house gym. Typical employer rewards could include gift cards, additional contributions to your HSA or FSA, or even extra vacation time. Savings tip number six is to use healthcare subsidies. If you don't have health insurance through work or on your own, remember that you're legally required to have it. According to the Affordable Care Act, also known as Obamacare, if you can afford health insurance but choose not to buy it, you'll be subject to a tax penalty. But there is financial assistance in the form of subsidies, and the amount that you can get depends on your income compared to the federal poverty level. For 2015, the poverty level varies from just under $12,000 to about $41,000, depending on the state where you live and the number of people in your household. In most states, if you earn less than 400% of the poverty level, you can get tax credits, which reduce your monthly health insurance premium. That means if you're single with no dependents and you earn less than about $48,000, you may qualify for a healthcare subsidy. Or if you're a family of four and earn less than about $100,000, you may also qualify for financial assistance. The next open enrollment period to get health insurance for 2016 begins November 1st, 2015, and it ends January 31st, 2016. So if you remain uninsured, Don't miss the opportunity to investigate your options and get the health coverage you need to protect your health and your finances. And my last savings tip, number seven, is to scrutinize your bills. It's so important to be super diligent about reviewing your medical bills. If you don't understand a charge, don't pay it until the medical provider and your insurance company can explain why you owe it. Claims can be denied due to administrative or coding errors. This recently happened to me when I went in for a free annual checkup and got a huge bill for routine lab work. It just wasn't coded properly. It's not uncommon for medical bills to contain errors, and they rarely work in your favor. So if you're having trouble fighting an incorrect bill, you want to get help from a claims specialist. Use a site like claims.org to find a professional who will help you deal with the insurer, the doctor, and even file an appeal if necessary. So just to wrap up, savings tip number one is use a health savings account. Tip number two is to use a flexible savings arrangement or account. Tip number three is to claim medical tax deductions. Number four is to max out your benefits. Number five is to use wellness programs at work. Number six is to use healthcare subsidies if you qualify. And number seven is to scrutinize your bills. I hope these tips will help you cut the cost of your healthcare expenses and maybe even give you an incentive to improve your fitness level. 
And before we go, I want to invite you to join my private Facebook group called Dominate Your Debt. It's a great place to learn from the questions that have been asked and even to join in the conversation yourself. So you can get help managing debt, building credit, or reaching any of your big financial goals. To request an invitation, you can visit Dominate Your Debt on Facebook, or you can send me a text message right now and I'll send you an invitation. Just text GROUP 400, that's GROUP 400, to the number 33444. I hope to see you in the group. And also, I have a quick favor to ask. If you've been enjoying the show and are getting value from it, let me know by submitting a five-star review in iTunes. That's an easy way to support my work because it helps new listeners find the podcast so they can get the information they need to improve their financial lives. I want to thank you in advance for that. And also, thanks for being with me and listening today. That's all for now. I look forward to talking to you next week, courtesy of Money Girl, your guide to a richer life. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu slash accreditation.